as promised, we're going to take like a little bit more light of it, an approach to Brandon is this. not going to talk about politics yeah. in this episode. I don't fairly certain. Probably some way <laughs> I could get there, I'm sure, but for this Give this him a is, minute, it's about the kingdom and politics. Yeah, I just every time. It'll get there. But as promised, I told everybody it started as a joke, but then it's a lot of to you really a little bit more <laughs> liked so the idea. I'll go we'll go ahead and call it the pink elephant in the room of the Bible. Are you gonna explain the whole unicorn thing? No. Okay. I'll just call it a pink elephant. Okay. Yeah, because the pink unicorn thing is. Yeah. We just said pink unicorn. Everybody was sending us unicorn emojis, so I didn't know if you were it going was, to address yeah, why you're going to call it pink the elephants. Pink, the pink unicorn. Oh, okay, I wasn't, but I guess I should. Like the pink unicorn thing is apparent is new agey. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we didn't want to, when he wanna, saw that, that it was all this new agey and weird agey stuff went up. We're like, yeah, it, we're so not going to call it pink it unicorn, <laughs> but we can call it the pink elephant in the room. Elephant in the room is. Those really weird things more fitting in, anyway. in scripture. Yeah, when you're like reading through and you see these things, you're like, whoa, hold up. What? <laughs> well, yeah, Why? Can we go back and address the this? The Bible said what? <laughs> because there are so many things in scripture that you read past them and then like it never talks about it anymore. But you're like, um. I have questions. <laughs> Did you yeah. literally just do that? Because that's crazy. And then everybody just acts like it's normal and it's no big deal. <laughs> so the first one that we're going to do today is going to be in Genesis 30. This is going to be your first pink elephant in the room. That This is this one of those. Fun. That I encourage you to read the whole story yes. of Jacob to this is very important what happened here. Uh, this also reflects taking initiative on ourselves and taking man's path as opposed to God's path. Yeah. This happened, this story here that I'm about to read happened much like the way that happened with Abraham and Sarah with man's attempt at bringing about God's promise. But, so, well... Yeah, so go, um, read the whole story in context, definitely. Just don't. But there's a piece of this story We're that just going to focus out. on this piece so we'll just, today. Yeah. It, yeah, and believe me, there's going to be some of these that will get deep. Because although they're funny and laughable, there's very they're very serious behind them. And this one is, I think this one's just a little bit more lighthearted. While the, it's important that you read the whole story. We like this the idea of kind just of a little bit. having more of a lighthearted look at whoa, some of these whoa, things. Whoa, whoa, yeah. What did you just say? So anyway, we're just going to go to the story of Jacob and Rachel. And just for anybody who, you know, go and read the story so you have the whole thing. But like real quick, Jacob sees Rachel, wants to marry her, works for her dad. Come right. time of the wedding, though, dad gives her the sister instead. Right. But he really, really, really likes Rachel, so he He's continues like, to work even more so that he can marry her still. So he has now married both of the girls. He has Rachel and Leah as his wives, but Rachel, the one who he totally loves, she just cannot conceive. She cannot get pregnant, and he's taking on like her maidservant and, and all these other things, and everybody's able to produce all of these kids but her, her she just and can't. that was a obviously that was a huge deal of status and there there was there was really there was a lot of implications to not being able to get pregnant so going to the verse here go ahead and 
Our pink elephant Pop of the in day. and find where our pink elephant is. And it all revolves around this, this plant. It's called a mandrake plant. And what it is is they're short-stemmed flowering plants. They're in the same family, actually, as the potato is. But they're short-stemmed flowering plants, and the roots of them have been used for across many, many years, and specifically in there in Bible time as an aphrodisiac or a psychedelic. Now, That's an interesting mix of sources. Yeah, they're they're a known known crazy psychedelic. Like it's it's apparently pretty intense. I have obviously have never tried it. <laughs> you're, you're not um, experienced and in mandrake. That does not indicate that obviously they were it, it during this time they were taking them as an aphrodisiac, they believe that this is a fertility, something to help them, assist them get pregnant. So that's what they were, that's what it was used for at this time, but it's also a well-known psychedelic. So it's, you obviously you take it in a different way for the psychedelic, but um, yeah, it is what it is. And it, this is just one of those things that I read past I, I it was one of my pink elephants that I read this and I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute here. And it was starting in verse 14. One day during the wheat harvest, Reuben found some mandrakes growing in a field and brought them to his mother, Leah. Rachel begged Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But Leah angrily replied, wasn't it enough that you stole my husband? Now you must steal my son's mandrakes too? Rachel answered, I will let Jacob sleep with you tonight if you give me some of the mandrakes. So that evening, as Jacob was coming home from the fields, Leah went out to meet him. You must come and sleep with me tonight, she said. I've paid for you with some mandrakes that my son found. So that night, he slept with Leah. I was like, whoa, wait, whoa. Can we just back up real wait quick? Wait a minute, what did you <laughs> what just What did say? I just read? There was, a, there was a pink elephant that just walked through the room right there because it sounded like you just said that you traded some sort of plant for, so, your, for your husband's bedroom services. Yeah, I'm like, that's a pretty gnarly plant, dude. Well, in gonna... the way that it's written in a way that Jacob's just like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, yeah. Yeah, and he was fine with it. He was just like, oh, you got mandrakes. It's like, and that, the other thing of that is why did the son have the mandrakes? Because he was just out in the field working, so he came across them. Yeah, okay, but I was just like... He probably had it for more probably of a psychedelic had for another, property. Another purpose. <laughs> if I were guessing. Yeah, if I were guessing, too, he'd probably use them for another purpose. But the way it's but just it's talked about, it's in such about, just a like... But it's just like... And then Rachel sees him, and she's like, hey, I'll give you my husband if you give me those. Which is huge that she wanted this so bad. Right. Because you can imagine the problems that having multiple wives oh, yeah. would bring into question. Not that it's yeah, sinful the per se, right? Because there wasn't a direct law that they couldn't. But you think of the the logistics of that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. And so we know that the whole thing with Rachel and Leah, it's been a thing since the beginning, right? Like since the, the whole thing happened with what the dad did and giving him um, Lance of Rachel. But then to just be like, hey, I traded you off. Like I went ahead and I'm cool with you going and being over there. Yeah, and then I it just says, so this. that night he slept 
with Leia. And I was like, okay. Yeah, like, he was just cool. Like, oh, okay, I understand. Good trade. Yeah, yeah. Like, so even he was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, man, you got a good deal. And then, so that's in the Genesis part of it. The Mandrakes are also spoken again uh, in the Song of Solomon, where they're referred to as fragrant and a pleasing aroma. Um, So they were... They were. It, it was an interesting plant. Obviously, it smelled good. It apparently yeah. would get you tripping, and apparently good enough to trade your husband's services for. Help you possibly. Which <laughs> forgive them. Conceive. God forgive them. There's never any. Yeah. An excuse for that, but uh, that was just that was one of the first things when I started studying the Bible that I came across, and I was just like, there's literally. And when I read it, it was a psychedelic. I'm like, so you, you're telling me that she traded him for drugs? Yeah. I'm like, you you could say that. Yeah, I mean, I mean if you, not, but if you summed I don't mean up. To, I don't mean to be blasphemous, but no, anyway. No, but if you but summed up the point of the story. It's a well-known, like I said, it's a well-known psychedelic. And that's what got you when you started yeah. researching into it. I started reading about it. And, and it was used that as culture, a psychedelic right. in, that culture, in that culture, in that time. was specifically used. And you're like, so you're telling yeah. me that she straight up traded her husband. Mm-hmm. For drugs mm-hmm. to get high, right? Now there was medicinal properties, and I that was the purpose. Of course, that was the I, goal. I'm definitely not down with taking this verse and trying to to justify using psychedelics just because Rachel. Right. Like, yeah, that's not. That's please not, understand that is not our point. That we're saying like there, shrooms are good because yeah, like go go <laughs> find biblical. mandrakes and trip off mandrakes. Like yeah, no, that's just because. It's in Genesis, and I mean, I don't know. God did create different plans for different purposes. Sure. Uh, so. And He knew that they would do all the things that, that they, they do. do. All the things that they do. So, um, take that or leave that. I'm gonna go ahead and sneak in one more on this though, just so because yeah, I'm sure it's pretty, um, pretty short. But going along the same lines, flip over to. Ecclesiastes 12. We're going to go back over to Ecclesiastes again. And I'm pretty sure I went over this in our Ecclesiastes mm-hmm. study. But just since I'll, I'll put it in here in case anybody didn't listen to that. I don't blame if you didn't. I don't either. All right. You there? Yep. All right. And we know if, well, if you listen to the Ecclesiastes study, you know he's just kind of um, just spilling out some wisdom, advice, and just statements here, right? So, verse 5. Remember him before you come fearful of falling and worry about danger in the streets. Before your hair turns white like an almond tree in bloom and you drag along without energy like a dying grasshopper. Okay, and, and here we go. Here's here's the pink elephant. And the capperberry no longer inspires sexual desire. Remember him before you near the grave, your everlasting home, when the mourners will weep at your funeral. Okay, I just had to finish the rest of the verse. But, and the capperberry no longer inspires sexual desire. When you're reading through, you hit that. And I you're stop, like, like uh, wait a minute, what? It's so is this the case look. of the mandrakes all over again? Yes, this is the case of the mandrake. The capperberry. So you're telling me Viagra? Basically. 
Nature's is, Viagra. Is in the Bible? Yeah. And I looked it up, and I'm like, Viagra is in the Bible. Yeah, that's... That's exactly what it was, and it was exactly what it was used for. And it was Solomon saying here, when the Capperberry no longer inspires sexual desire. And he, I mean, in context, he's talking about obviously getting older. Um, things changing. Things change. And, and talking about the pointlessness and the worthlessness of this life. Yeah. And you try to medicate yourself with these yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, try like to you try to, you know, eventually, eventually, eventually it's, it's too much and you just can't and it's doesn't even become enjoyable anymore. So that's the context of it. But it was still one of those things that just caught me stopped dead in my tracks. I was like, wait a minute. Who like who says the Bible is lame or outdated or anything like that? Like when you find little things like that, that some of it is very, very serious. And like I said, I don't mean to make light of some of these. These are a little bit more lighthearted examples. Um, and then there's going to be some ones that will make you blush and like open your mouth like be like oh but at the same time there's really deep serious meanings behind these statements as far as these ones these ones are pretty just surface level kind of you can chuckle at like a little teenager you know but like again you're, you're just reading through scripture like and you're I very do. focused it's and very serious a, and then you run across some of these things and you're like wait what and this and was some a, of these are going to get really deep and this but. was a special request one the one that i did for that I was going to do first. Somebody requested drugs and various right. different. Somebody requested specifically that I did this one when I was talking about it. I was like, okay, I promise I'll do this one for you guys. So this is for them. They know who they are. But I said, so yeah, I mean, these are funny couple uh, elephants that just come strolling funny through. Funny couple reading. ones that you just read and you're like, did I read that right? Like, that's weird. You tend to read the Bible in a different light, which we should. But then when we come across these things, just like. Well, we'll do Genesis 6 another day, but and that's one that I should have started with that I was going to, but I this one's first. So, yeah, Ecclesiastes 12 and Genesis 30. Two big pink elephants. Drug usage in the Bible. The drug usage in the Bible. Plant usage in the Bible. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know, we don't want to sell any of your druggies or anything like that. Because that's not the case, but. Definitely makes your mind kind of wonder. You're like, huh. That makes a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that make sense in the Bible when you, yeah. if you take it in light of that knowledge. <laughs> so those are our pink elephants for the day. So those are the pink elephants, yep. Didn't, so hope you enjoyed it. <laughs>